this Tuesday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. I will no longer speak much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me, but the world must know that I love the Father, and that I do just as the Father has commanded me. The Gospel of the Lord. Abiding is the most wonderful thing. Remaining in Jesus does us good, fills us with joy and happiness because being with Him transforms us slowly and transforms life, even if at times we stumble and fall and we get the feeling that nothing ever changes. However, remaining doesn't mean to stand still, to become immobile, but rather to be constantly changing to the rhythm of God's grace that was poured into our hearts and is always showing us new ways. He who remains in Jesus is the one who is alert to Jesus' voice, to the voice of the true shepherd, the one who truly knows us and leads us to certainty. Do you remain in him? Or do you pander to your every whim and to the ambiguity of life? Do you live each day longing to be with him, knowing that he is always with you? Jesus is the true vine. This means that there are other vines which aren't true, or at least don't give us the wisdom we so badly need. Those who remain in Jesus are like lighthouses that guide us and encourage us to go on in this world of uncertainty and inconsistencies. Think of the people who knew how to remain in Jesus, the people who still remain. Think of those who were able to stick to their commitments. Aren't you amazed when you meet couples which have had long-lasting marriages and who have managed to keep them alive? Don't you love to see how elderly people remain faithful to those they love? How they continue loving? How they continue helping in their communities beyond life's storms? Do you know of any elderly priest who has overcome so much and still continues celebrating Mass or hearing confessions out of pure love? How good it does us to find people who, having discovered that Jesus dwells within their souls, have never let go of him, even during the toughest times in their lives. Let's all pray for that grace. It doesn't matter whether you are a laborer, an employee, a priest, a businessman, a politician, a student, a father or mother, it doesn't matter. Pray that you are granted the wisdom to remain faithful to Jesus in the silence of your soul, in anonymity, in a world that only places value on what's ephemeral and gives priority to material happiness. We'll bear fruit and reach happiness only if we learn how to remain in Jesus and if we let Him remain in us. Don't feel anxious if things could change and once they're gone they seem to never come back. Don't get anxious over things that don't ever change. Though physically located in our chest, our heart dwells in a better place. Our heart can turn into a little patch of heaven if we love and let Jesus love within us. 
We often forget about this truth, and that's where our anxiety stems from. We suffer from anxiety when we forget this truth. On the other hand, glimpses of the gospel bring certainty. I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Jesus has risen. He is with us, but he actually left to prepare a place for us. He will come back and take us with him. This is also part of the truth of our faith, a great truth. Heaven would be so wonderful that we can't even imagine. St. Peter puts it, What eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and what has not entered the human heart, what God has prepared for those who love him. That's why we must trust that heaven is wonderful, that it's a much greater place than our poor little minds and hearts can comprehend. That is also why we mustn't feel unsettled. That's why it's not unusual that we long to go to heaven once we've experienced how good it feels when we allow Jesus to invade every single part of our lives, without taking for granted everything that we have here on earth and still fighting for a better world. Heaven and earth are not mutually exclusive. They go hand in hand. Loving what is to come, loving heaven, loving life means loving the creation. However, loving life also means realizing that life on earth isn't the ultimate goal. It's realizing that heaven will be unimaginable, that it'll bring eternal peace. Meanwhile, Jesus left us his peace. He gives us his peace. But it's not the peace of this world which provides magical or material solutions. The peace that God brings us to through Jesus stems from love. It's the peace we find in surrendering, in fighting for a better world, in knowing that we trust someone who's bigger than ourselves. It's a perfect peace that passes all understanding. We aren't gods. The world's a gift. We are creatures created by and for God the Father. We are children of God created for eternal happiness. Now that you know all this, Aren't you eager to remain in Jesus' love? Don't you feel like making room in your heart for him? While you're trying to find Jesus on earth, don't you long for heaven? May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.